Welcome to the Love is Coming podcast, the must-listen show for single women struggling to attain or sustain a romantic relationship. I'm your host, Persia Lawson, author, speaker, and according to the Times Magazine, one of the UK's most successful love coaches. Before that, I was a serial cheat and obsessive love addict, but I'm now a bride-to-be and in the best relationship of my life. So, If you're trying to do the work on your love life, you are definitely in the right place. But here on the Love is Coming podcast, we serve your education with a side of entertainment. Expect serious stuff talked about not so seriously, solo agony on episodes with yours truly, and guest episodes showcasing some of the best in the biz in ways you've never seen them before. So, got a dating dilemma? Swiping right but haven't yet found Mr. Right? then let's get raw, real, and a little bit inappropriate because love is coming for you, baby, in more ways than one. Hello, my darlings. So here we are. It's the famous or infamous, depending how you're looking at it, week of love. And I'm going to get straight into this episode. If you are someone who detests Valentine's Day and everything it stands for, or you are feeling miserable about your love life right now, or you are ready to welcome in an abundance of romance and all the good vibes, this episode is just what the doctor bloody well ordered. And in it, I'm going to be sharing why you've been getting Valentine's Day all wrong and how this is actually ruining your chances of finding love, the Costa Rican mantra that will transform your Valentine's experience, plus how to guarantee the best Valentine's Day of your life this year, even if your love life is a mess. So let's dive straight in. Why you've been getting Valentine's Day all wrong and how this is ruining your chances of finding love. Okay, so the things that I hear without fail every single bloody Valentine's Day is it's just all a big commercial marketing ploy. And I absolutely get that. There are a lot of companies out there making a fuck ton of money around Valentine's Day. But what I want to say to you is, is this really any anything different than Christmas or even Easter with all the Easter eggs um, that are floating about on the shelves in supermarkets and such. So it's not to say that Valentine's Day has not been commercialized, but it is to say that it's not the only thing that has. So if you're going to have that perspective on it, then are you willing to do the same at Christmas? And maybe you are, maybe you hate anything, any of those sort of holidays um, that are commercialized. But if you don't, if you single out Valentine's Day specifically, I want to challenge you to ask yourself, why is that? Why is that? Because I would hazard a guess it may well be either that you are single and you don't want to be, um, or you are being dipped around by someone at the moment. And so it's making you feel really crap about the idea of love and relationships in general. Or like my lovely partner, Joe you know, who's in a very happy relationship. I'd like to think he thinks that anyway. Um, but he he does a little bit of the whole, you know, you know, he, he to be honest, he doesn't like it because he finds it a bit cringe. But we'll always do something, but usually it's sort of something a bit alternative. We'll do some, some way to celebrate, but it's not going to be the traditional sort of let's go out and pay three times the amount for a meal that we would have paid, you know. So anyway, the point is, I want you to think about what is it? What is it honestly that makes you have this resistance around Valentine's Day, if you have resistance around it. Because that whatever that thing is, I have no doubt that it is actually influencing your love life in a negative way. And we're going to come back to that point in a moment. So what I want to talk about now is actually, let's look at Valentine's Day slightly more 
uh, from a slightly different angle. Let's look at the history and the myths around Valentine's Day, okay? So this is the educational part. This may not interest you at all. If so, feel free to fast forward. Um, But I would challenge you to stay and listen because I didn't know what I'm about to share with you until rather recently. Okay, so the holiday has its origins in the Roman festival, I cannot say this word, of Lupercalia. Lupercalia, something like that, held in mid-February. The festival which celebrated the coming of spring, including fertility rites and the pairing off of women with men by lottery. Little did I know that the lottery was all the way back in Roman times. So at the end of the 5th century, the Pope Galatius, why did they all have such difficult names? Um, the first was replaced with Lupercalia. Let's say that again. Pope Galatius I replaced Lupercalia, the Roman festival, with St. Valentine's Day. And it came to be celebrated as a day of romance from about the 14th century. So a lot, lot later. So another common legend states that St. Valentine's defied the emperor's orders and secretly married couples to spare the husbands from war. Now, I actually quite like that. I think that's, that is actually quite romantic. I like that. Whether it's true or not, who bloody knows? Uh, it does say legend state. So maybe, maybe there's some truth in it. So Valentine's Day, and you'll probably know this bit, commonly is uh, depicts Cupid. We all know Cupid, the Roman god of love, along with hearts. Because it was thought that the avian mating season begins in mid-February, birds also became a symbol of the day. So traditional gifts include... Um, uh, include, sorry, someone's calling me awkward. Uh, traditional gifts include flowers, chocolates, particularly red roses with flowers, a symbol of beauty and love. Finally, the holiday has expanded to expressions of affection among relatives and friends. Many school children exchange Valentines with one another on this very day. So the important thing to note is that Valentine's Day has been very much commercialized to only be about romantic love. And I think that's why it's so triggering for so many people. Either maybe they're in a in an unhealthy relationship, their partner's not interested in celebrating and that just makes them feel shit, or they're single and they want to be spoiled on Valentine's Day, but they don't have anyone to spoil them and that feels like really shit as well. So what I want to say is that your disdain, and I'm really talking to my former self here because I was absolutely one of those people, um, on the future, I wasn't often single at Valentine's Day, but anytime I was, I would, I was like one of those people who'd be like, Ugh, cringe, gross. But then obviously if I was in a relationship or dating, I wanted all the fucking chocolates and flowers and champagne. Um, but your disdain for couples celebrating Valentine's Day or just the day itself is actually sending a message to your brain that love is not something to be celebrated. So this is what I want you to think about. If you are condemning something and being really negative around something that actually deep down you want, and it's it's almost like a self-defense mechanism, what you're doing is you're pushing that thing away. And this isn't just true of romantic love. This is true of anything we want in life. If you want to earn a really good income, but then you judge anyone who has a nice car or a six-figure salary or whatever it is, then you are actually sabotaging your own success. You are blocking yourself from attracting that thing because what you're saying to your brain is that thing is wrong somehow. And we don't want to be wrong. We don't want to have things in our life that we believe are wrong. And so that causes this inner conflict within us um, and it stops us from getting that thing we want. So, This is ultimately, it's a limiting belief. It's a narrative that you have created and it is not serving you. It is not serving you. So you have to realize that 
It's not that you are not being chosen. It's not that the world is unfair. It's nothing actually to do with these couples who are celebrating Valentine's Day. It is your own internal conflict that you are struggling with. It is the narrative, it's the stories that you are telling yourself about what Valentine's means, what it signifies, and what you not having a partner means. So there is no reason why, regardless of your relationship status, regardless if you're single, regardless of whether you're dating someone or not dating someone, you can't celebrate Valentine's Day. You can't decide to make Valentine's Day purely a celebration of love in all its forms. So keep listening because I'm going to give you some tools to help you work through this. Okay. So the next thing I want to move to is the Costa Rican, the Costa Rican mantra that will trans- transform your Valentine's experience. So I have been to Costa Rica several times. I bloody love it. Um, and I talk about this, uh, what I'm about to share with you in my book, Love is Coming. And it's been a really simple but profound um, concept for me, actually. So in Costa Rica, they have this phrase and it's Pura Vida. And there are various different meanings, but they all are basically around the idea of just embracing the simple things in life. It's about pleasure. It's about feeling good. So whether that for you is spending time with family, quality time with friends, um, hanging out in nature, it's just about really basic, simple things that make you feel good. For me, that'll be, that'll definitely be nature, good food, good company, often good wine. Um, It's also about the energy. I mean, the energy of the whole country is very much about relaxing. It's about focusing on joy. It's about focusing on pleasure. And that's why I really love it. It's just really, really simple way of living. And I really want you to think about how can you, not just this Valentine's Day and not just this, um, not just February, the month of love, or what I deem as the month of love, but for the whole year ahead, how can you start to bring this concept into your life more? Pura Vida, embrace the simple things. You know, we've had a lot of shit going on in the world, as you well know, over the last few years with this bloody pandemic. Um, I, you know, you might be listening to this podcast episode like in a decade, if it's still, if podcasts are still a thing then, who fucking knows? But we will all, we all know uh, in the same way that 9-11 changed everything. This changed everything for us on a macro level, global scale, but also on a micro level, individually, how we show up in our lives. And whatever your, your stance is on this pandemic, and there are many perspectives and there's all sorts of stuff going around, I don't want to focus on that. What we have power over is our response, is how we show up, as how we choose to live our life. Because the thing is, life, uh, there's our God, who is the quote by? I want to say Lewis Carroll, who wrote Peter Pan. This may be wrong. I need to fact check that, so don't, don't quote me on this. But say he said something, and again, I'm going to get this wrong as well. Um, and I think it was it was around the world wars. I forget which one, but he was saying, uh, you know, essentially like life is no more um, uncertain now than it ever was. It's just that the illusion of certainty that we were all living in has been stripped away and we're being faced with our own mortality. We're being faced with what it means to be alive. And if there's one thing this whole crazy experience over the past however many years, depending on when you're listening, has taught me, it is that we get 
to choose how we show up in every day. I don't know what's going to happen to me tomorrow. I don't know what's going to happen to my loved ones later on today. Um, I really, for the most part, have committed to, and I obviously have my wobbles, but I come back every day, every morning practicing gratitude, meditation, journaling, coming back to how can I support myself to today to feel more positive about my life, about all the things going on in my life, even if they're things that are really fucking challenging right now. And this is what I want you to think about when it comes to Valentine's Day. Stop condemning it. You don't have to do all the commercial stuff if you don't want to. But there are things that you can choose to do that support you, that make you feel good. How can you extend love to someone in need right now? Whether that be a family member going through a tough time, a friend, a homeless person, um, an old person. Is there a charity that you really believe in that you can offer a donation to or go and volunteer at? How can you extend the energy of love this year? Not just this year, sorry, but today, this week, this month, but but also this year. How can you make that commitment to yourself every day? What can you do in the morning to set yourself up to come from an energy of love, of playfulness, of joy, of pure vida? So I challenge you right now, get your journal out if you can. If you're on a walk, maybe just get your phone out and just type in the notes. What are you going to commit to yourself? One little thing you're going to do today. Maybe it's something consistently every day, or maybe it's just something today. Just one little action you can take. You know, I did it yesterday where um, when I was preparing for this and I thought, okay, what can I do? And I donated two charities that I really believe in. And just that little simple action immediately got me out of the sort of self-obsession I'm so prone to fall into like the obsession of, oh, God, got to do this, got to do that, like stressing over really things that don't matter, um, feeling overwhelmed by everything I've got going on at the moment. How can I get out of my own bullshit? And how can I just offer a tiny little ray of love, light, sunshine to someone else who is worse off than me? Because it's I need to be reminded daily how fucking, I don't say the word lucky, how fortunate I am a lot of the fortune I have today is because of choices I have made to help me get into an abundant um, energy and the frequency and vibration of positivity, of love, of joy, of pleasure, um, of something I'm really working with at the moment, lightness, (laughs) because I can get really heavy, lightness. Light, 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 light. Nothing is as important as we, well, not nothing. A lot of things are not as important as we tell ourselves they are, really. If you've got a roof over your head, clean water to drink, food on the table, you're doing good. And I have to be reminded of that. You know, if you live in a culture like we, well, I do certainly, um, being based in London, uh, the UK, if you come from the West, Western cultures, which is so much the ethos of go, 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 achieve, 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 perform, perform, perform. You can live your life feeling constantly not good enough, feeling like you're chasing your tail. Um, I've talked a lot about my own struggles with work addiction, which I've come on leaps and bounds in recent months because of this idea of like lightness, playfulness. And, and you know what? This is so important when it comes to your romantic life. Dating, people go, I fucking hate it. Nah. Why? Stop taking it so seriously. Lighten fucking up. (laughs) Seriously, lighten up. It's not life or death dating. It's fine. It's really fine. It's what you choose to make of it. 
same as in a relationship, you know, I can have my moments where I can be really intense and really hard on Joe and on the relationship and on myself in the relationship. And one of the things I love so much about traveling, particularly traveling to someone like Costa Rica with its energy of Pura Vida is, um, oh my God, stop taking it all so seriously. It's like that perspective shift of getting out your normal day-to-day life and looking at yourself, looking at your life through a different lens makes such a tremendous difference. Okay, so moving on to the final part, how to guarantee the best Valentine's Day of your life this year, even if your love life is a mess right now. So this is going back to what I was saying earlier, the narratives that we tell ourselves, again, in any area of your life, but I want us to focus for the purposes of this podcast episode on your romantic life, on your um, stories you tell yourself about Valentine's Day. Look at your language, look at your thought patterns, look at your energy around this particular holiday. I don't know, that's quite an American thing to say. I don't know what you call it in the UK, just around Valentine's Day. I want you to, if you can't say something nice about it, then just shut the fuck up. (laughs) That's one of my favorite tools. Shut the fuck up, Persia. If you can't say something nice, shut the fuck up. It does not serve you. And even especially, if you do, my, my whole thing is I can like hide behind sarcasm, which is a very, you know, it's quite British trait, but really, and I'm like, oh, it's just it's my sense of humor, but actually, and, and certainly look, I'm all for sarcasm, but when it's covering up something that actually deep down you have like a real resentment against, then it's not serving you. I think sarcasm, if it's light and playful is fine, but I think that we have to be honest with ourselves about our true feelings. Um, and you know, if we are hiding it under the veil of humor, it's not serving us. So that's the first little tool I want you to say to, to really practice this year. If you are willing to, if you can't say anything nice about Valentine's day, then shut the fuck up. We've already talked about being honest with yourself about what's underneath that disdain. What's underneath the contempt. Is it really that you just really want a relationship and you're, you're feeling lonely and you're feeling sad. Great. Own that. Be honest with yourself about that. Because when you actually own the truth, then you can move forward. Then you can start working on it and you can move in the direction that you actually want to be heading. So I also want you to start focusing on what in your life is working. If your love life right now is a really sore spot for you, sore point for you, it brings up a lot of shit, then just pop a pin in that for the moment and think about what areas of my life right now are thriving. And it might be the most simple thing. Like right now, for the first time in fucking years, I'm starting to get top of, uh, on top of my emails. I have a little system for myself. This sounds so ridiculous, but I'm going to just own this. It's unbelievable what like mental sort of space it's given me because I've absolutely been someone that just avoid emails because they stress me the fuck out. But every morning, even if it, well, not on weekends, but weekdays, even if it's for five minutes, sometimes even just two minutes, I will just go through my emails for a few minutes Um, and I'm like working my way through emails that have actually been in there for years. And it just, it makes me feel like I'm winning in life. And it doesn't have to be this like huge deal. It's just a few minutes every morning. Cause if I leave it to the end of the day, it doesn't happen anyway. That's so fucking basic bitch. But I just want you to think of what things in your life are working right now. Even if it's something as ridiculous as my email system, (laughs) it makes me feel good. It makes me feel like I'm doing well. It makes me feel like I'm overcoming a really big struggle because really, this is such a random digression, but here we go. Um, 
you know, what the emails were a symbol of. It's not about the fucking emails. It's a symbol of my unmanageability. It's a symbol of my overwhelm. It's a symbol of me feeling like people are constantly bombarding me, which is a narrative that I've chosen that doesn't support me. It's just a fucking email. See the point about Pure Vida, lighten the fuck up. Um, Remember that we are always attaching meanings to every single thing in life. That's what us humans do. So you may as well get conscious and be more mindful about the meanings you are attaching. Okay, so I also, and I've said this before already, give love to someone who needs it right now. So I just want to reiterate that. And I want you right now to write down somewhere to stop in the street if you're walking, listening to this, and write in your phone notes who you're going to give a bit of love to, even if it's just a text. If you can, do a voice note right now. Send a text. Just make a commitment in this moment that you are listening to this podcast, not later, because you won't fucking do it later. Pause the podcast. Go and extend a bit of love. Go and buy, you know, if you're going to buy a coffee, how can you just be really lovely to the person serving you? Tell them they've got nice hair or whatever the fuck it is. doesn't matter. But just something a little bit out of the ordinary that, that they're not expecting. It's amazing how much that can make someone's day. Finally, my darling, I have another great way to help you have a great Valentine's Day this year. Well, it's actually technically not Valentine's Day, but it is going to prepare you for Valentine's Day. It's Galentine's Day. It is the 13th of February. I am hosting a virtual event for all the single ladies. This year, I'm doing it 100% free. Whatever your relationship status, I'm saying it's for all the single ladies, but you can absolutely come if you are in a relationship or dating. I really don't care. I just want you to not feel alone and to not feel shit. I guarantee that I will make you feel fucking amazing by the end of that, um, of this amazing experience. We did it. We've done it before and it was just amazing. Everyone loved it. They raved about it. And so even if you are in a relationship and will have plans on Valentine's Day, or you're you're not in a relationship and have plans on Valentine's Day with yourself or your friends, whatever it is, then I highly recommend that you come along and you get yourself in the amazing energy. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you in the amazing energy. You don't have to do anything. It's free. Just turn bloody up. There is a link in the show notes. Invite your friends, make a date of it get dressed up for it, pour yourself a glass of champagne or a nice cup of tea, whatever the hell you bloody want. But make the commitment that I'm going to show up for myself and I'm going to enjoy myself and I'm going to celebrate love and I'm going to celebrate myself and I'm going to get myself into a high frequency, a high vibrational frequency, which is only going to serve you. You will then become a magnet for all the things you want in life, not just love, for anything you want in life. We attract from our energetic state. I'm going to say that again, we attract from our energetic state. So how can you support yourself in getting to as often as possible? You can't expect to stay there 100% of the time because we're human. We're going to go up and down. That's absolutely fine, but we don't have to stay down. When we're feeling shit, we can just ask ourselves, what can I do to support me? And this really is what this event is all about. It is very much going to be focused on energy. I'm going to be teaching some stuff, but it's more about getting you feeling good. That is the whole intention for the Galentine's Day loving. You're going to connect with me. You're going to connect with some amazing women. You're going to feel fucking amazing. I promise you. Can I say amazing? Any more times in one podcast episode? Probably not. 
Anyway, my darlings, I hope that this episode has served you. One final thought um, before we leave, before I say that, again, the link to the Galentine's Day free virtual event is in the show notes. Final little point, thought of the day. I want you to take yourself on a gorgeous date this week. Whether that is to the Valentine's Day event, like, and make a real event of it, as I said, get dressed up, blah, 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 maybe make yourself some lovely snacks, food, whatever. Or, and, and, or, and let's say and, why not do two? Is there something that you really want to do? What, like, what is your dream date? What can you do this week to give yourself that dream date experience? Take yourself on an amazing date. Take yourself on an amazing date and celebrate yourself. This is something I do all the time. I used to think it was so weird when I heard people talk about dating themselves, but now it's my absolute favorite thing. I love taking myself on dates. Sometimes I'll take myself on a sort of nature date and just go for a really long walk, get myself a gorgeous coffee, then go and sit in a little cafe and read a magazine or a book or whatever. So simple. Um, Sometimes I will go on a cultural date if I'm in London. When I'm traveling, I'm constantly taking myself on dates. But the key is you're you're probably doing some of these things anyway, but do them intentionally. Like really saying to yourself, I am taking myself on a date because this, what this is doing is affirming that you are worthy of amazing dates. You are worthy of being treated. You are worthy of luxury, whatever that might look like. Like luxury doesn't always have to be dropping shitload of money. Luxury can be basking in the glory of nature whatever that means for you, whatever that looks like for you, whatever you're able to do in your current situation. So my darlings, I hope this has been helpful. Please do come and tell me over on Instagram, which is just at Persia Lawson, which of these tips has resonated for you the most and why. And I am really looking forward to seeing you at the Galentine's Day Lovin'. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. I really do hope these episodes help you find dates that become mates and flings that become things with men who are ready, willing, and able to actually commit. Please be sure to like, share, subscribe, and leave me a review if you're getting value from these episodes. This helps the podcast rank higher so it can reach other people who want or need the support. To have your question answered, send it over to podcast at persialawson.com and we'll get to it ASAP. See you next week, gorgeous. I release a new episode every Tuesday. But until then, remember, love is coming for you. So surrender to the festival that is life on planet Earth and trust that what misses you was not meant for you and what's meant for you will not miss you, including your soulmate.